Welcome to this edition of Doctors in the House. The Columbus Medical Association is thrilled to have two CMA members who are members of the Ohio General Assembly. And in this series, we will talk about what their experiences are as physician legislators, as well as the policy issues of the day. In this episode, we'll be talking to Dr. Anita Samani. Dr. Samani represents the 11th House District. Dr. Samani is an OBGYN at Ohio Health. Dr. Samani, thanks for your time today. Uh, when we talked last month, you described how things were starting off a little slowly in terms of consideration of legislation and such. And I'm wondering how you're finding things now and the committees that you serve on, bills beginning and sessions starting to happen. So is there anything in particular you'd like to talk to your colleagues about? Yeah, absolutely. So yesterday we met, as you know, or maybe a lot of people don't know, I didn't know this, but um, it's budget season. The The budget is set during this time. There are deadlines. So Friday, tomorrow is the deadline for the transportation budget, and that was approved. We We voted on it in the House. And because of the factions that we have in the Republican Party, we were able to get some things through that um, were critical to rail safety in Ohio. Um, so that was good. And then we also, a crazy bill that was passed like in lame duck session, which took away the ability of like first responders to do their own training. We reversed some of that um, during yesterday's session. And now they're spending the next, we have spring break. Kind of fun to know that I get a spring break when I'm down at the house. But um, so the next couple of weeks, we don't have committee, but the finance committee is still meeting. So they're still trying to iron out the budget for the year. So different, um, different areas, whether it's like Medicaid budget, you know, um, the different institutions like um, universities, state schools, things like that kind of figuring out where the money and how the money is going to be allocated. So that's something that's really um, taking up a lot of time for people. If you could just review for people the process on how committees work and uh, kind of the sequencing of the sponsor introduces a bill and there's a sponsor testimony and then do I have it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think before we even get to that point, if there's something that you feel strongly about, say, you know, whatever the issue may be, you want to find the right stakeholders to kind of help you get that to the committee and through the committees. So the first thing is getting someone to sponsor or support your bill. And then, you know, you, we want to get it drafted in the right language. So that's where the LSC or the Legislative Service Commission comes in. They can help us to draft it in a way that you know makes sense. And then once you have that, you, you want to try to get a sponsor on the other side. But typically, there's one or two key sponsors that will come and present it to the committee that is going to decide whether it's going to go through to the full house for a vote. So first, we had the sponsors of the bill spoke, and that was at the last insurance committee meeting. And then this time we had. I think about 10 people spoke. Now the next committee or whatever the next time the speaker, the chair of the committee decides to have, if there's more proponent testimony, we would hear that. Otherwise, then the next go around would be opponent testimony. And then we would, as a committee, vote on the bill and whether to refer it to the House for a vote. So that's kind of how the process works. Before we wrap up, is there anything in particular that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about yet? 
Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm sure you're aware that you know, there is a physician's group that has been working with a, another pro-choice group, actually a coalition of pro-choice groups to get um, an abortion amendment on the ballot. They crafted the language, they took it to the attorney general, secretary of state, and then to the ballot board. All, all of those entities agreed that um, this was a single issue. It could be placed on the November ballot as long as the right amount of signatures were collected and you know that we were able to um, collect from you know 44 out of 88 counties. However, what's interesting and what was pushed at the end of lame duck was to try and increase the number from a simple majority to a 60% majority to get a constitutional amendment approved. So the the push to do this is because there, you know, the the conservative coalition in Ohio does not want abortion to be a constitutional right. So now what we're seeing is the Ohio House and Senate are trying to get around this. They don't want it to be in the November ballots. So and now they're trying to create another election in August to say, we're going to put this on the August ballot and have people vote that you have to, <laughs> and you would need a simple majority to vote to say that we need a 60% majority to change the constitution. So, and when that seemed to not be working because the Speaker of the House said, oh, no, 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 we just said in lame duck session that this was a waste of money to have August primaries. We're not going to do this anymore. We voted on it. You know, the Senate and House said no. Frank LaRose said it cost 20 million last year to do the August primary. We're not going to do that again. And now we're turning around and backtracking on that. So now they're doing what's called a direct session. Um, so if you can get two thirds of people to agree that this should be brought up for a vote, you can go around the speaker. The bottom line is they're they're trying every single approach, every different way to prevent the 62% of people who want reproductive rights. They're trying to prevent those people from getting them. It's not how democracy is supposed to work. So I do think that we as citizens need to be more aware of what's happening at the state house. Thanks for your time today. And uh, we'll look forward to touching base with you next month. Thank you. Doctors in the House is a podcast produced by the Columbus Medical Association. You can stay up to date on our advocacy efforts at columbusmedicalassociation.org slash advocacy.